Welcome back to another episode of Here Out. I'm your boy Jay Bizzle. And this is your boy Keith Jones. And today's episode will be Growing Up Black. Alright, so, you know, we two black brothers, you know. We some melanated fellas. Yes, sir. So, basically, we're going to be talking about, like, how the society view us as black people. And the expectations that people put on us as young black yeah. men. Yeah. Alright, so... For you, as a young black man in the South, mm-hmm. what were some obstacles you had to overcome? I feel like one of the biggest obstacles is trying to figure out, like, why a lot of white folks don't like us. Like, <laughs> like, cause, like, I remember when I first got my driver's license, my mama gave me that talk, like, you know, if you ever get pulled over, just make sure you stay calm, you know, be respectful. Like, why I had to go through that, but a lot of white boys don't have to go through that. Honestly, yeah, I feel yeah. that because, like, um, most people of our color, our age, we have to literally consider that every time we go somewhere, we can't really... Yeah. We got to be vigilant and we got to be careful. Like, it kind of makes you paranoid because I know there's been no plenty of times, like, literally, I'm just driving home. The cop getting near me, I'm just automatically just like, right. I, I lock up and freeze up. That's because, like, that's a talk we had to have at a young age. And literally, I was, yeah, that's a talk that me and my mom yeah. had, like, right when I got my license, too. And, like, I don't think a lot of other races really even have to think about that yeah, because they don't. you got Billy and Trevor getting their truck. Okay, that's how I messed up. <laughs> <laughs> but, 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 like, I mean, no, all the serious, like, that's like, the way it they is. Have to, really they, truck, they don't have to really worry about, like, the consequences of getting don't. pulled over or just, like, stuff like that. And I feel like, as a young black man in society, we, that's something that we always have to think about personally. Yeah, that's the truth. Like, and I feel like, as, uh, as a black man, you have shoes to fill early in yeah. life. You know, like, my daddy died, so I was trying to feel, like, shoes, like, grown man shoes when I was a little boy, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I remember I was telling my mama when I was little, I'm your protector, I'm finna protect you. And she was like, yeah, that's what she was like, boy, what you talking about? Like, I, like, I feel like I had to try to feel, like, shoes as a little boy. Yeah. Like, and she would say exactly that. Like, boy, what you talking about? I'm grown. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to protect me from? But, nah, like, honestly, though, another thing, too, is the fact that as young black men, we don't, well, majority of us don't have that male father figure to look yeah. up to. Like, what you mean? Like, what you saying that? Mm-hmm. And, like, sometimes our role models come from, like, we talked about this before, like, come from actors or rappers or yeah. some kind of sports figure because like the ones we do have within our circle like might be a drug dealer or yeah. something like that or like somebody you look up to might just be into some kind of crime stuff and yeah, like it just may not be a good role model yeah no. and i agree like as we have to grow up faster because i there's been times where i've been through stuff personally like like when i was like a super young age i'm just like oh shoot like my young mind can't really comprehend what's going right. down. So yeah. I'm like, yo, like, it kind of speeds up your mind process. We talked about that, too. Yeah. And, like, you, people, I don't think people realize how hard you have to work to get out of that type of environment. Yeah. And I feel like another thing is, you know, as a kid, learning what 
our ancestors have been through in the past, that's kind of hard because it's like you got to keep your head on the swivel and look out for different things. Because, <laughs> you know, like kids experience racism young, but they really don't even know because, you know, they just yeah. don't know. And, like, I, f- I agree with that because I remember when I was in elementary school, I was in... Um, I don't know if you remember, like they had the GT classes, or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was like literally one of the only black kids in that, and like, like as a kid, you don't really think about it until like you look around, like, like right. I don't see my homeboy being in here, like I don't, right. I don't see my homeboy Javante in here. Right. Like, so it does kind of like when you surround in environments like that, it does kind of make you aware, and just like oh shoot, like, and you. Like now looking back, I'm like, yo, that was a blessing for me. But then yeah. I was able to take those advanced classes, and they mm-hmm. kind of steered me on the right path. But at the same time, it's like that puts a lot more pressure on you because, like, okay, you're the only black person in there. Mm-hmm. You gotta go above and beyond because they just gonna look at you like, oh, you you barely made it in here. Yeah. Dude. Like even though you are in here, you're not the smartest one in here. So mm-hmm. it like put that unknown pressure with you too. Because I remember I had this one fifth grade teacher. I'll never forget her name is Fraser. Love her to death. Mm-hmm. Like she pulled me outside of class because you know I was a jokester. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, "Hey, you gonna have to buckle down and like get serious because like, like let's be honest, you're the only black kid in there, so they just gonna look at you and expect you to make a fool of yourself. So yeah. you gotta prove them wrong." I was like, "Dang, like I never thought about it like that." And she told me this in fifth grade. Yeah, and it's it's funny that you bring up like school with this because like have y'all ever been in the history class and you a black kid in the class and they start talking about slavery all the white kids be like like turn around and look at you like, like what the what y'all what looking you, at like bro? what that's supposed to mean bro right. <laughs> i've been to put them policy like, i'm gonna show you why they i'm right, right. But like nah like honestly it have been like a lot of times where like as soon as somebody bring up cotton it, i remember it was an actual time period where they all brought cotton in class because it, it had to be there in February, but they were just we was talking about cotton gin and all that. And yeah. Like they literally brought cotton to the class, and everyone had to pick the seeds out. No. Of I swear to God, but but that's the thing though. Like no, I guess they were like looking at me like, oh, you should be used to it. Like I remember them making jokes like that. I'm like, bro, like come on. But like that stuff we had. Somebody said, that? yeah, but oh, I mean, you're used to doing that. Oh no, yeah, but I don't know. Like, that's messed up. Yeah. And sadly enough, as much okay, Michael always give me crap because I do hang out with a lot of. Right, don't say that. No, no, no. No, okay, no. On a serious note, though, I like I said, I've my mom always taught me that everyone is different, and you should respect yeah. everyone's differences. And by her teaching me that at a young age, I'm able to like make more friends with different ethnicities yeah. and different backgrounds and stuff like that. So like, you can be Asian, Hispanic, yeah. whatever. Like, I'm cool with everybody, or at least I try to be. And I do tend to have, like, different friend groups. Like, I have a predominantly white friend group. I have, there's a group of little, you know, my little essays over there, you know what I'm saying? Group yeah. Black. But um, at the same time, though, like, I feel like when you're around a group of white people, I love y'all, but, <laughs> but like, it makes you kind of like, oh, shoot, like, not to get out movie, but yeah. it's just like, I don't know, it's just like... You always just feel more on edge yeah. for some reason. I don't... Because you, you never know people underlying... Yeah, because they could be joking and say some offensive. Like, mm-hmm. I grew up with Caucasian people, you know. I ain't started really hanging with black folks until I got to middle school. So, yeah. I kind of know what you're talking about. So, I mean, shoot, the first time with Captain was a group of white kids. <laughs> black kids but, not saying that 
all white people bad. It's yeah. Not, like, I'm not saying all black people are good. Like, it's mm-hmm. literally, it's bad apples in each right. batch. But, yes, it is. But there have been, like, more times, like, like I said, it's been plenty of times where I've been the only black person in situations. Like, um, when I was younger, I was invited to this um, soccer camp. Mm-hmm. And being on the black kid there, I thought I was doing pretty good. Coaches was giving me little shout outs and stuff. Yeah. And it was a group of kids that didn't like that. And we went swimming because during the summer it was hot. And we was at Atlanta University. I'll never forget it. And um, I always had mouth. But like one of the kids was like, oh, you're not even that good. You're this, you're that, blah, blah, blah. And you're just another black kid. I'm like, all right, well, you, apparently you ain't good enough to coach give me these accolades. Yeah. And me and the kids got arguing. And then him and his friends tried to drive me in the pool. Like, no. I'll never forget that. And like stuff like that is like, yeah, it's kind of traumatizing. But at the same time, like, people don't realize, like, certain people, like, people do stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I, I can't make that stuff up. Like, that's something that I had to talk about in therapy, bro. Yeah. Like, literally, and, they tried to drown my back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and with me, like, I grew up playing baseball. That's my sport growing up. And sometimes I was the only black kid on the team. And, you know, it is sometimes I felt some type of way. But one time I kind of felt, I kind of felt, like, uncomfortable was, like, it's not in regards to like baseball, but I remember I was in high school. It was first when Trump, like it was when Trump got in the office. Like it's a bunch of white boys. They had on they little Confederate flags. I don't even know why there's a lot of weather in school, and all of them was just in circles. Like, and I was with my homeboys, and we was just all looking like, what the world, bro? Yeah. Like you could literally feel the tension that day. It yeah, it was like during that time period. I ain't gonna lie. But I will say this. I do miss the gas prices from that man was in office. Right. Yeah. But nah, I nah, it was a lot of tension during that time. Especially like with all the like with all the riots and stuff yeah. going on, all the like police killers going on, mm-hmm. letting people like raiding the White House. It was a lot going on. Yeah. And, like there was a time I feel like as a black man I was definitely on edge the most because like yeah. I couldn't even go drive down to the store without my mom being paranoid. Like, you good? You okay? You made mm-hmm. it there? I'm like, Lord. <laughs> I'm like, yes, my mom yeah. good. Should I not worry? Like, I don't know. But right. it's like I don't think people really understand like a lot of stuff that we personally have to deal with. Yeah. Like when I matter of fact, I when I have to tell it. So when I went to inventory, did mm-hmm. I tell you about what happened in the hotel? I think so. Well, yeah. I, like when I was trying for inventory, we go hop from hotel to hotel. We was in some place in Georgia, and it had a Zaxby's right in front of the hotel. And I was like, mm, anybody who know me know I love my Zaxby's. <laughs> so I walked to Zaxby's, happy, you know, had my food, about to eat, get me some more sleep before I go to the next yeah. door. And um, I left my key in my room, so I had to go back, go back down, talk to the person behind the desk and it was a black guy then a white lady an older white lady mm-hmm. and I'm like I'm I'm in line and let's know this older white guy came jumped in front of me in line I was like I just kind of looked at him like what the world mm-hmm. but then I realized he was with the lady so I'm like, all right yeah. that's cool so the black man they finished helping him and I saw the older white guy just kept looking back at me I was like yo what like what is he looking at and like he just kept just like looking over his shoulder at me I was like what the world and he literally put his hand in his pocket, pulled out a gun, and kept the gun on his hip. And like was just like looking back at me. I'm like, mm. I'm like, yo, like what the world? And like, I'm literally at this point, like, yo, I got 
a Zaxby's plate in one hand and a lemonade in the other hand with some freaking Naruto pants on, bro. Like, what threat do I pose right now? <laughs> The fact that make you feel like you have to reach in right. and grab your gun and like make sure that I see that you have a gun in a hotel. I'm like, yo, like just stuff like that. Just like you never know what people actually yeah. thinking or like what they're capable of. Like, right. especially with all these random shootings going on and stuff. Like, I'm more worried about him than he is. Of uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But like, people automatically look at you at like, oh, you're, you're black, you're a threat. Like, no. Like, yo, I cannot be less of a threat right now with some food in my hand. <laughs> and some Naruto. And some Naruto pants. Like, I'm wearing anime. That should be able to let you know right there <laughs> that I'm not a threat. What I'm going right. to do? Like, comment how I'm going to hide your ass? Like, there you go. Right. Like, what the world? Like, throw a chicken tender at him? Like, I'm not about to waste my Zaxby's. Right. Like, but still, though, like, I was, like, honestly, I went to my room and I called Caroline immediately. I was like, yo, did I do something wrong? Like, what? Like, it's. It messed with my mind because it made me like feel like, yo, like, what did I do to him to trigger him to feel like right. he needed a gun around me? I really feel like it just boils down to being ignorant. Like, yeah, not at the end knowing. of the day. At the end of the day. Because I feel like if, like, those type of, you know, white people, like the racist ones or whatever, if they really genuinely took time to get to know a black person, you know, they'd probably be friends with us. Oh, yeah. For real. Because we, we're some cool individuals. Right. <laughs> But racism, I just feel like it just boils down to like a parent teaching their child yeah. something because I feel like you know, racism is definitely learned. It's yeah, not like you're not born racist. Yeah, I feel like children just come out pure. Like you know, they one of the most purest humans. Like yeah. they can't do no wrong. They innocent. So it shouldn't be no way a kid is racist. Like. But also, let me go to say this now. It's also the group of black folks, you know, they try to play that, like, oh, it's because I'm black card on anything. Yeah. Nah, yeah. I ain't gonna, like, I don't stand with y'all on that. Like, yeah. literally, your fool code, like, oh, it's because I'm black, ain't it? Like, nah, like, bro, no. Like, right. oh, they cut in front of me, it's because I'm black. Like, no, it's, right. like, I don't know. I don't know, like, when people try to use that for everything, but, like, it, like, times like that, like, the buddy literally grabbing a gun and looking at me the whole time, nah, that's, that's different. Yeah. That's that is way different. But if your teacher gave you a bad grade, like, oh, it's because I'm black, he don't like me because I'm black. No, maybe you didn't study, cuz. Right. <laughs> like, for yeah. Maybe you ain't put the work in. Right. But, I don't know. But also, I will say, I don't know, kind of segue for a second. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing that I feel like you can relate to this too is learning to come from not a lot yeah. to slowly building up to having some, like, not like saying like you rich or anything, but just like having to actually deal with like struggle versus like growing like how we are where we at now. Yeah. Because I can remember times where like my mom be at work busting her butt like she always do, mm-hmm. and me and my sister literally look in the cabinet. We find whatever we could to make a meal. <laughs> like literally, I, the strangest combination of food we had was sardines and cookies. I cannot understand why that was a combination we had, but like yeah. take time. And, like, we went from, like, living in an apartment, barely. I'm not saying, my mama kept us fed. Let me yeah. put that out. It was just that one situation I remember that that's literally all we had at the time. But then, like, now I feel like we're okay. Like, yeah. Now, with me, like, my mama, she always worked hard. Like, I really ain't have to go through a whole lot of that. But the only, <laughs> the only time me and my sister had to, you know, do like look through cabinets, seeing what we had was when we was at our bit my house growing up. 
My grandma, back then, she used to have, like, two jobs. My grandma, like, I get my work ethic from her. Like, she used to have two jobs. You know, my granddaddy used to be sleep all the time. So, we just basically fending for ourselves. I remember one time. <laughs> I remember one time my was so hungry, bro. <laughs> I went to go get a hot dog, right? The hot dog had gunk on the house. Bro, like, I'm starving. I used to be waiting for my mama to get off work. Like, bro, like, no. Bro, honestly. And, like, because you, not to interrupt you, but you know how, you know, old folks is, that's good. Cut the, cut the mold off of bread. Like, that's, that's still good. For real. Like, like be this like, bro, is, man, it's like, This has been inspired for two years. This is not good, bro. Like, what? <laughs> You own know, you say something that made me think too. Like it's not uncommon for like head of households as in a black family to have more than one job. Yeah. It's not uncommon. Like yeah, Chris Rock dad is like a person like a like he jokes about it, but no, that's actually a serious thing. Like my mom, I've known her too. She probably still got two or three jobs now. Yeah. Like what the world? But Why? like one thing about black folks, we some hustlers. We go get our money. Oh God! But that's a, like that's the thing. Like most people don't realize. Like you have to have literally. You got to work two jobs just to have the bare minimum. Right. Like that's that's crazy to me. Like literally. Like I'm struggling now. Yeah. <laughs> like with this one job. But I don't know. It's just like the certain stuff like that. I don't know. I also feel like it helps us appreciate what we do have now because like if you think about it, a lot of black people who are successful they really have came from nothing it's like they had to work their way to get where they are yeah and like they appreciate what they do have because they know what it's like to not have anything. yeah i feel like that's my grandma because she's been working for white folks all her life like she she a hustler for real like no like yeah, like my mom she would tell me stories about how they used to have i forgot what she called them i think they used to be like little whole cakes or something like that mm -hmm. like literally it'd just be like fried flour and stuff like that. They used to have to like eat whatever like they could yeah. think of, be creative with. Yeah, like my grandma be telling me stories from like when she was little said they used to get like a small piece of bread and some fat back and that'd be their dinner. Like I used to like dog. Like I wouldn't make it on there. I don't know, did anyone know Zaxby's around there? Oh, nah. <laughs> I wouldn't make it. Yeah. But like no, nah, it's just like I don't know, I feel like for us now we're in a time where it's kind of easier to get by on certain stuff but back then like they they were struggling mm -hmm. and like part of their struggle is like what helped them like yeah. build us up because yeah. they don't want us to have to go through what yeah. they went through mm -hmm. but at the same time like as a kid like you witnessed some of the hardships that we had to go through like i didn't understand how to pay a bill but I one time mm -hmm. uh, like, <laughs> my mama <laughs> she hate like she hate with me and my sister missing it, but like oh, we remember that one time the lights cut off. She like it was one time, <laughs> <laughs> and like all the reason why the lights were off because like she genuinely like was rushing for work and forgot to go pay it. Like yeah. and, like she didn't have money, but still though, it's just like I. But also, it's been times where I remember I used to have friends come stay with me because their lights got cut off. Yeah. Like that was a, it wasn't even like a thing to joke about. It was just like oh dang, like well, I don't know what that is. I know mm -hmm. I'm been through that too. So it's just like that's a common struggle that we're used to. Like I feel like other people. Can't really relate to that. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, you don't know how you don't know how to fit in. Your lights got off. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it is tough. Yeah, like I feel you, but I really can't relate. It's also 
like kind of difficult too because there's been times where I, I felt like, dang, maybe I'm not going to get this position mm-hmm. because I'm black. Or maybe yeah. this not going to happen to me because I'm not black enough. Or, yeah. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like I'm personally, I, I make a joke about this on stage, but like, I genuinely feel like this. It's like, I don't fit in nowhere. Like, I'm too white, so to speak, for the black folks. <laughs> I'm too white for the black folks, but to the white folks, I'm still black. If that makes sense. Like, I'm like literally straddle of that middle ground. Just because, like, I'm different, you bro. You think so? Like, I'm like, granted, I don't know. I'm getting ghetto. Get <laughs> like, but nah, but like, seriously, it's just like certain times I do feel like I have to code switch. And I hate that because when I'm around y'all, when I'm around like you, my boys, and stuff like that, I feel like that's when I feel most like myself. But at mm-hmm. the same time, when I'm going around other people, I feel like I have to channel, like turn that off and like yeah. be this acceptable person, which yeah. is frustrating. It really is. <laughs> like I'm dead serious. Like you joke about this all the time. I'm like, yeah. Dang, I, I, you're a little white boy. Like you're like, <laughs> like I'm really not. I'm me, bro. Yeah. Like it is just how yeah. I am. And I feel like it's best to be you. Don't change for nobody. Oh, definitely not. Yeah, because it's funny, you know, like. Have you ever heard your parents talk around like they friends versus when they get on the phone with a white oh, person? Hello, hello, my name is so and so. Trying to get a job, Ooh. right? Hello, yes, my name is Jerry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hello, my name is Key. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, I was trying to see the status of my application. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, like you get proper real quick. When can I expect to get the job? <laughs> I came in my suit. You know, I'm just trying to touch base with you. <laughs> I swear, that was one phrase I did from my mama all the time. I used to say, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm just reaching out, trying to touch base. I'm like, what the world? Like, you don't ever say that. Right. Oh, yeah, we need to consolidate. Consolidate? Versus, versus when your parent get off the phone. Go sit your ass. Wait, for real, though. Like, go from real Right, quick. real but quick. Again, that proves it's like... It's something that we have to do just to be acceptable to society, which yeah. is crazy to me. Yeah. Like, granted, I don't say, but literally, let's say one day I forget a belt. I'm mm-hmm. automatically look like, oh, you're a thug. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't been through that the belt now. Times. Yeah. I didn't forgot my belt. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, out. I ain't gonna call out, but like, yeah. <laughs> you mean, you bot said. I did, I did. <laughs> But like seriously though, like she, yeah. I was in that moment. I gen- I remember thinking, I like she don't even know Michael. She automatically assumed that he because I was just playing. <laughs> yeah, like we were just messing around. She autom- but yeah. automatically, she's like, he got his bridges sagging. I'm like, yeah. that's not even Michael. So what are yeah. you like talking? About? I'm a jokester. I, I I like to joke around and play a lot. Yeah, he oh yeah he do. Yeah, good lord. I but if him. I don't know you, oh he's solid. Yeah, yeah, strong solid type. Yeah, <laughs> yes sir. Oh but um, what is like something else that you feel like being a young black man in America like makes it a little hard? I'm gonna just say like based off like what you just said, a lot of a lot of white people I guess feel like we ghetto just because we black or by our culture, and a lot of them be trying to you know be a part of it. They yeah. like rapping to the songs we rap to. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, that's another thing too. Like trying to like you bash us for our culture, but then you try to take the culture. Yeah, the same I just finna say that. Yeah, like I don't know. 
Yeah, yeah. like me personally, I don't. It's certain rap music that I genuinely don't listen to. Like yeah. I personally like if you don't have a message or something that I can personally relate to, I me being the that. white black boy, or so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know, I don't listen to that. Yeah, right. that ain't that ain't like that ain't my style of music. Like I will listen to somebody like Most Def, yeah, or something like that. People don't really like listen to like that top like Talia Kweli. I listen yeah. to even um Eric B and Rakim, like yeah. all stuff like that. But people don't understand that aspect of hip hop. They just hear yeah. what's being played on the radio. Like no, like it's stuff out here with deeper meaning that actually takes skill no. and like yeah, I don't know. Like um Wu Tang, I just started listening to them. Cash rules everything around me. Old dirty bastard. <laughs> <laughs> like they got they got a different sound. They got a different flow. Yeah. But now the rap music nowadays is just you know. Awesome. Yeah. And like honestly, but it's again it's kind of sad because like in our generation. That's really a lot of people. All, that's all they had to look up to. Yeah. It's like, oh, this rapper, especially like of a rapper. Let's say, for instance, Dre. Mm-hmm. Dre get bigger than what he is. Like a lot of people from this area gonna be like, oh, like he from where I'm from. Yeah. I can't, like not saying okay, Dre a bad example because Dre actually a good like dude and he's not like yeah. But still though, it's just like it's just the power that rappers and stuff have. Mm-hmm. Like some people take that. And just go the wrong way with it, not realizing the type of followers they have. I'll give you a perfect yeah. example. Ja Morant. Yeah. Ja Morant. <laughs> like, it's, I ain't gonna lie. He is a hooper. But his decision making is like, yes. bro. Especially yeah. being from South Carolina, bro. Come on, bro. Like, you that make us look bad as a state. <laughs> like, not even as black people, as a state. And we already a small state, bro. Right? You got to represent us like well, South bro. Carolina? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro. But, like, seriously, though, it's just, like, him doing the stuff he doing makes us look bad. But it also makes other him, people yeah. make it like, oh, it's okay because he's a celebrity. He's doing yeah. Like, no. And he don't even have to do that. And he, it's a, he don't have to do it. This man got a $200 million contract when some people don't even see a million in a lifetime. Bruh. Like you don't got to do that, bro. You like, know what I would do if I had John Morant money, bro. Right? I'll take care of my whole family, bro. I, I, would I wouldn't have them Academy Blues. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have them Academy Blues, bro. But like, I don't know. It's just I feel like he's on a lot. Of, I'm not gonna say what he's doing. Okay? Under a lot of pressure. But he, like yeah. he's a young man with a lot of money and just like all eyes on him. I can get out this much, but at the same time, you gotta think about what you. Doing, young man. <laughs> I'm saying that like I'm like in my 40s. <laughs> I don't know, bro. It's right. It's tough. It is. I hate that for him though. I, I really do. Yeah. Like my man wilding right now. Cause I feel like the first time, you know, people is judging, but it, for the second time, you got people probably like thinking like. This yeah. man is stupid. I'm he like, like, like you did the first yeah. time. Like, all right, we're like, okay, you learned to play. Yeah. But you did the second time. We was like, all right, dog. Like, nah, yeah. this is you. Yeah. Fool me one time, shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't, can't put the blame on you. you. Fool me three times, the peace sign. Let it rain on you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that being me being a young black man in America. Yeah. There are some hardships. There are, yeah. But at the same time, we can't let we those can't, hardships define us. Yeah, we can't dwell on the hardships. Or we got how, to. 
one thing I'm learning is how people view me is not always how I am. Yeah. Like, for one, I try my best not to, like, care about how people, what they think of me. Like, me being the black white boy. Like, I've heard it so much, it don't matter. But at the same time, it's like, it was a time period where I, like, dang, who am I really if yeah. I can't be accepted by this group of people or this group of people? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it don't really matter how people view you, long as you view yourself in like a in a good way. You no, know, we're just gonna wrap it up right there. Yeah, but like, comment, share, subscribe. You know, give us y'all thoughts and opinions. Yeah, tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Tell your fish. We're gonna start off with the fish this time. Tell your fish. Tell your cat. Tell your dog. Tell your grandma. Tell your grandpa. Tell your auntie. Tell your daddy. Your mama. Your sister. Your long lost cousin. We're gonna get out. Yeah, yeah. Tell everybody. But now we do appreciate appreciate y'all tuning in. Thank y'all. Looking forward to doing more episodes for y'all. Peace.